and welcome to the Friday podcast. We get things started right off the bat with Bill O'Reilly going over the week. He's got some interesting things to say about not only the week, but the future of uh, the Democratic Party, the Republican Party and Donald Trump that you don't want to miss. Also, we talked to the what is he? The deputy prime minister of Poland. They are very concerned about freedom of speech being lost to these American tech com- companies. Uh, they've tried. They're trying now to put some new regulations on them. Uh, I don't like them for America, but the rest of the world is calling out and saying, hey, can you guys stop with this? Also, Aaron Watson stops by, country artist, all of his uh, all of his CDs and albums go to number one without any radio airplay. It's one of the most incredible stories since since probably Johnny Cash, who got very little airplay. Uh, but he gets none, none whatsoever, and still has huge hits. We talked to him about the American soul uh, and also a sneak peek of this weekend's podcast that you don't want to miss with Jason Whitlock. And you can get that uh, if you're a Play subscriber. You get it right now. If not, on Saturday around 3 o'clock in the afternoon, it will uh, download and be ready for you to listen to Jason Whitlock's podcast. You don't want to miss it. The best of the Glenn Beck program. Goodness. We're starting the show with the author of Killing Crazy Horse, that best-selling book. That whole series of killing people? You're kidding me. And he is the guy. The no-spin news. He's that same guy? Bill O'Reilly. Welcome to the program from BillOReilly.com. Thank you, Beck. How are you doing today? Uh, uh, well, you know, it's been an interesting week. Uh, what happened this week? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. Uh, Nothing really happened. Holy cow. Bill, yeah. where do you want to start on the week? Well, I think that, you know, all of the things that Americans are seeing in the aftermath of the inauguration are predictable. And, you know, I, I have a lot of liberal friends and I told them during the election, look, I understand my like, you might not like Trump. I got it. Everybody's got it. All right. The guy is very, very flamboyant. Let's be kind, flamboyant. So you may not like his style, but if you vote for Joe Biden and if you uh, get behind um, the progressive movement, you're going to get hurt. It's going to hurt you personally. And then most going to be, you know, I can't be worse than Trump. And I said, well, how is Trump hurting you? How directly is President Trump hurting you? Silence, crickets. We never had. Well, it's just the way he can. Yeah. All right. fine. So now um, Biden is doing exactly what the New York Times and Washington Post want him to do. This is a very important point that the legions of Beck listeners should consider. The country is being run by a man who craves approval from two newspapers, the Times and the Post. And that is how he's going to make his decisions. Those wow, that's are frightening. the executive orders he's going to sign. And it's frightening to me because we, these two what makes you hang on what what makes you say that because that is a terrifying thought i mean donald trump craved approval as well but at least he was craving yeah. the appro- approval of the american people what makes you say that about biden 
Because if you look at what Biden has prioritized in his first two days, it's all 100% based on Washington Post and New York Times editorials. You want to run down a list? Let's yeah, go do, go do it. Okay. Open borders. Number one, shouldn't be any in, inhibitions for anyone in the world to come into the United States and not do the paperwork and not follow the rules. So, because- Bill, you, you have you have done this job for many, many years. You have seen many administrations back and forth. Is this the yeah. first one that has done something this large without a carrot to the other side? Sure, because they believe they have a mandate to correct the Trump administration. And what gives them the feeling of this mandate with Congress and everything being so close? Yeah, but they don't care about that. They're basically saying, look, we have an opportunity now to put a progressive agenda onto the American people that we hope is going to be, you know, a long, long time. Right. We're going to, you know, we're taking our shot now. Mm-hmm. Okay. But let's get back to the, to the New York Times and Washington Post, because okay. you're absolutely right. This is frightening. So the first thing is the immigration. All right. Uh, stop the wall. Uh, anybody who wants asylum can come here and maybe five years, six years from now, you'll get a hearing. But in the meantime, you can do whatever you want. Well, if I'm a poor person anywhere in the world, I'm going, uh, I'm getting there. Yep, me too. Me too. Yep. There's not even a lottery. It's just go. Yeah, it's just like if I can get there, even if I have COVID, I mean, they're not putting COVID testing stations south of the border. Right. 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 People are marching up from Honduras and Guatemala. Trust me, they're not social distancing. And it's it's what's what's really important to point out it's not the people who are coming over it's not their fault it's it's like saying it's like disney world saying hey we're just going to have free admission you know next hundred days it's just we're not even going to check tickets and you could stay in the hotels and we don't really care of course every family that could never afford to go to disney would be there and but there's another component you can come to disney world and stay in our hotels even if you have covid Come on in. Well, the COVID thing, can we just sidetrack here for a second? The COVID thing is ridiculous. First of all, his 100 million doses in 100 uh, hundred days. And Trump didn't have a plan. No, his plan was a million vaccinations a day. So your plan is exactly the same as his plan was. Then on top of it, all of these, all of these states now saying especially New York with Cuomo. Okay, we've we got to get back to business. The mayor of uh, Washington D.C. opens up in-dining restaurants again, and she does it on the magical date of January 22nd. Yeah. Here is all that. But if you run down the checklist, uh the big one is let as many people into the country mm-hmm. who are living overseas as possible because if you do that then Democrats will never again lose an election ever because eventually all these people will be given citizenship. And that was one of the first executive orders. It was all right, we're going to get the DACA and 
a pathway, eight years, I'll right. draw this legislation right. up and we'll pass it. 11 million, 11 million people may be made citizens in the Thank next 100 you. days and stopping or pausing deportations for 100 days. Right. So, again, I, my liberal friend, I go, I, 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 you like this? Is this good? And then there's no, there's no answer. answer. Okay. So that's immigration, and that's going to come back to bite Biden mm-hmm. in two years, mm-hmm. not four years. Mm-hmm. Because people are going to see the siege at the border. You're going to see the pictures. Now, it won't be reported, but there are enough um, right-wing outlets and conservatives that you, you'll see it. The stats will be there and, you know, all of that. The second thing is the economy. So people, um, you got to assume that in five months or, or so in the sun by summer, that COVID will be at least under control. Most people will be vaccinated and the economy will surge again. It will, because there'll be commerce much more than there is now. Uh, Money will be circulating. um, (laughs) So the economy will get a a nice bump. All right. Mm -hmm. Um, But, but if you look at the subtext, everything that Biden is doing, is designed to take more money away from mm-hmm. the American worker. So I, I have to so tell you, Bill, look- when you say the economy gets a bump, I think the big business, uh, the banks and everything else, they're going to get a big bump. The banks have already said if Biden does his taxes, we're just going to increase uh, the uh, the interest rate on loans. And so they'll make their money. The the ones and you see it with two things that Biden has done this week. The uh, Keystone Pipeline, 11,000 job just gone. The second thing uh, that he has done is he just went and to his cabinet and said, I want you to look at the regulations uh, that strengthen our agenda and play to our agenda don't I don't care the cost of those. The first thing Trump did is look, what is the cost of these regulations to the American people? And if it is costing the American people jobs or money, cut that regulation. Now it's just the opposite. I don't care what it does. This is going to hurt. This will help big business and it will hurt small business, which is already almost dead and the average American worker. It's already happened. Yeah. So I don't know uh, down in Texas uh, what's going on, but here on Long Island. We're okay. All right. Gas, a price of a gallon of gas gone up 12 cents. Why? Because of, yeah, because of, yeah. They know what's coming. Right. They say, okay, well, he's going to conduct a war on fossil fuel, which he will, because the New York Times wants him to. And so we're going to get ahead of this and we're going to jack up all the gasoline prices and that will go everywhere. But, it, you know, in New York, that's the crazy state, um, along with California. Um, So we're already up 12 cents a gallon since inauguration day. Wow. Because you're absolutely right. These corporations, they know every trick in the book and they're not going to take the hit. No. They're going to pass a hit on to the folks. Yeah. So, again, I call my, my liberal friends. I go, hey, you know, did you see the gas prices? Putting gas in your big Hummer? How much is that Hummer, you know? So it's going to take a while, Beck. 
But people are going to start to see that they're not as well off under progressive principles as they were under the free market Trump principles. They will start to see it. Now, I'm talking about people who work and generate money and who have homes and, and all of this. Those are the folks I'm talking about, and that's most of the country. Well, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait, 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 wait. You, I agree with you on that. But this fifteen dollar uh, an hour wage that Bernie Sanders is pushing through, um, if if we make that a national wage, fifteen dollars an hour decimated Seattle, just decimated it, and you will well, see the people at the happen. bottom of the ladder lose even more jobs. But they'll gain more benefits, entitlements. So already today, this morning. Um, Biden signed executive order increasing food stamps. So the people who will be laid off, and they will be, because the robots are coming for the fast foods and all of that. So, Bill, let me so, ask, let me ask you this question. I thought of this today when talking about this very thing, where we, we're just reversing what happened four years ago, and when Trump came in, he reversed what Obama did. We can't live like this every four years or eight years. We, we have got to decide if we are a socialist country or a free market and a free people or a people that just do what the the autocrats tell us to do. Can we well, go on as a country that. going back and forth like this? Well, I don't understand. Most of people don't understand the battle between free markets and socialism. They hear it, but do they know what it really is? No. But you're absolutely right that that... Obama is back. So it's really Obama running the country, not Biden. And everybody knew when Susan Rice was appointed Biden's top domestic advisor, that was basically, hey, Barack, tell me what to do. This is the best of the Glenn Beck program. If you are ready for some really great news, keep listening. Built Bar is back, and it is unbelievable. If you've been listening to my show this year, I love Built Bars. Uh, it's an all-American story. This is a client I asked to be on the show because I didn't listen to my wife again, and she'd been telling me about it, but it has protein bar on it, and those always taste like a doormat. This is unbelievable. The mint brownie flavor? Oh, yes, baby. It is life-changing. The new bars taste better than ever. In addition to the 12 original flavors, Built Bar just added cookies and cream, carrot cake, caramel brownie, lemon almond cheesecake, apple almond crisp. I mean, it's just, it's great. Built Bar, delicious, nutritious, high protein, low calorie, high fiber, low carbs, 100% real chocolate, and 100% really good. Plus, they've reset the code for this new launch right now go to builtbar.com use the promo code back get ten dollars off your first order promo code back builtbar.com the deputy minister of justice and a member of parliament in poland his name is sebastian kalata and he joins us now from poland how are you sir hello glenn uh, i'm fine how are you uh, i'm very good thank you for coming on it's a pleasure um, we want to talk to you a little bit about what Europe is doing. You guys don't have the First Amendment that we have, a guaranteed right by our Constitution for freedom of speech. So you guys have to address it a little differently. 
Um, but you are you are one of the stronger voices, not only in Poland, but all in Europe, warning about what is happening with big tech. Tell me what it is like in Poland. What's happening? Uh, maybe we don't have a First Amendment because uh, we have uh, it's directly stated in our constitution. The freedom of speech is uh, one of the most important freedoms in uh, our constitution, in our uh, tradition. And uh, we saw that uh, big tech companies, uh, especially Facebook and YouTube, uh, from time to from time to time censor uh, several. Uh, content which uh, is uh, not illegal. Uh, for example, Christian or uh, patriotic content, uh, and uh, they de- they decide that this is hate speech, and uh, we saw this disturbing because uh, who will judge? Who will judge what is hate speech? And they are anonymous. Mod- this anonymous moderators decide yep. that. And what is uh, uh, disputed publicly, what is discussed publicly. And uh, we, we started to uh, draft a bill on free speech uh, on social media. We finished uh, drafting that bill uh, on December. And uh, we are aware that some, this, some kinds of bill regulating big tech are enforced right now in Germany and in France. But their approach is to force social media to delete some content. But our approach is to prevent uh, the legal content from being censored. And uh, we uh, finished drafting our bill on December. And uh, last week and last uh, weeks, we saw uh, this uh, big uh, dispute uh, in the U.S. regarding uh, banning uh, Donald Trump, President Donald Trump. And yeah. uh, uh, many uh, publishers, many uh, politicians right now are interested in our concept because we saw that freedom of speech is in danger and we want to protect it. So so we're we're talking now to the uh, deputy minister of justice of Poland uh, about free speech. You know, in, in doing my uh, work on history, Poland is a country that just gets walked on over and over and over again through history if you just look at world war ii you're the gateway to europe or the gateway to russia and the the saddest tales i think come from these great freedom fighters who were fighting the nazis only then to be occupied by the communists who did much of the same thing so we don't have that here in America. In America, we don't have a history of somebody telling us what to do. <clears throat> and we're, uh, I would say a little soft, but we're very soft. We are very fat and we don't, we, we just don't think it could happen here in America. Tell us what you're seeing and is there a historic context that makes Poland more aware of the value of being able to say whatever it is you want to say. You know, our history is uh, rich on the events uh, where we saw uh, censorship. In 18th century, Poland was uh, uh, 
was uh, like stolen away uh, by free countries and Poles were under uh, slaves of uh, Germany, uh, Russia and uh, 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 Habsburg, uh, Austria. Uh, and uh, in 20th century, uh, like you said, we were under uh, communist uh, power and uh, m my parents remember the censorship uh, even in the 80s of uh, communist uh, communist regime we uh, in poland are uh, very uh, careful about freedom of speech we uh, we think we are we are cheering freedom of speech because uh, in some time uh, we uh, cannot free speak of our minds uh, i can give you a nice historical uh, uh, example of uh, censorship on history because you mentioned that um, Poland was occupied by German Nazi and today uh, we have a uh, decision of Facebook which banned uh, an advertisement uh, a campaign by uh, Polish uh, uh, Institute of National Remembrance and this institute wanted to present the history of uh, uh, ghetto for children for children polish children in Łódź, where uh, they were like uh, it was like a, a concentration camp and many of them died there and facebook banned this material to be promoted as a part of uh, showing polish history and uh, we see that uh, there is a problem with censorship there is many there are many dangers uh, in uh, big tech uh, companies uh, which uh, we should face, we should uh, uh, try to regulate because in history we have many in, uh, innovations like railways, like phones uh, and at the beginning it was a private, only private organization but uh, when the moment, the, when these uh, devices were used by everyone uh, in our lives these companies create monopoles, and these monopoles, in some uh, way, started to be regulated by the camp, by the, by the state, because uh, every citizen must be protected. The rights of every one of us should be protected, right. and freedom of speech is very important to be protected, to preserve democracy itself. So that's why we decided one year uh, ago to start drafting uh, this uh, kind of bill, and now we are trying to adopt uh, this law. So the, the the difference here in the debate we're having right now is you're seeing Silicon Valley as a monopoly, a cartel, I think is what you've actually described it as. Um, and so the government, what your proposal is, what you're moving towards is the government has to decide what speech is hate speech and which is not. That concerns many of us and concerns me here in America for our system because I don't want the government to decide uh, what free speech is. That, that's not their role in, uh, under our Constitution with the Bill of Rights. Uh, our Constitution says that they cannot do those things. Are you concerned at all after seeing decades of oppression in Poland from an out-of-control government? Are you concerned at all that that could be turned around against the Polish people if a bad government gets in? 
Uh, our proposal is different than the similar proposals in Germany, France, or even the European Commission, because they presented also in December uh, the reg project of Regulation Digital Services Act, which uh, and uh, uh, which obliges uh, the big tech company to comply with European law. And uh, our proposal is that the government uh, may step in uh, only if uh, someone in Poland complains about being banned. So this uh, decision of government is not about uh, to uh, order Facebook or Twitter or YouTube to uh, uh, delete your uh, account or your content, but to restore it if the decision of big tech company uh, is not complying with Polish law. So we want to protect the most people in this mechanism. And uh, uh, thank you for this question, because uh, uh, it's tricky. If governments say, okay, okay, we are protecting freedom of speech, and uh, we decide which is, uh, what's legal mm -hmm, and what mm -hmm. is... And uh, at the beginning, to, uh, in regulation, big tech companies, we want like to uh, protect even them from criticism uh, of banning some, uh, uh, some stuff, because you have some some content which is which is illegal like i don't know pornography terrorism uh, etc right. and the government should be able to react however there uh, there, are, there is an area like freedom of speech freedom of opinion uh, mm -hmm. public discussions on on crucial uh, topics and the government uh, is uh, should protect your right to speak freely and our proposition is uh, different because we want the government just to uh, check if the ban given by Big Tech is uh, in line with Polish law. So this kind of uh, regulation um, could uh, preserve some people, some users which are banned uh, on social media because, for example, hate speech and the government may say, no, it's not a hate speech. It's an opinion which is maybe, maybe hard, maybe controversial, but it is opinion. And this opinion is covered by freedom of speech preserved by Polish constitution. And uh, oh. this is the effect we want to make. Uh, talking to the Deputy Prime Minister of Justice, Member of Parliament of Poland, about the regulation of high-tech over in, uh, in Poland, um, I, I thank you very much for um, your article in Newsweek and your, your uh, wake-up plea uh, to the United States and everything that you're doing for your country. I, I, I will tell you, I've, I've been to Poland once. It's absolutely beautiful. The history there is is amazing i have friends that go over quite a bit and they tell me i've i've wanted to go back uh just to witness this they tell me that uh, your youth the millennials in poland are wide awake and are are some of the uh best scholars on freedom and and uh and liberty uh that are in the in the world and i find that exciting that that your younger generation is appreciating uh, what was so long and hard fought for by your parents and grandparents. 
It's very nice to hear that, and I think that you you should definitely uh, go back to Poland, and I would be happy to have a coffee with you in Warsaw. Oh, that'd be great. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. The Thanks. Deputy Prime Minister of Justice, Member of Parliament of Poland, Sebastian uh, Kalata. You're listening to the best of the Glenn Beck Program. I uh, I have a good friend that I just I just love because he is one of the few people that is a big star that is actually 100% real and you hear it in his music. Uh, my friend is Aaron Watson, and he joins us now. Hi, Aaron. How, how are you, friend? It's been Hi. a while. I've been missing y'all. I know. Well, I, I I love. I get emails from you from time to time, and then you'll you'll say, "Oh man, I just came up with this song," and you'll send it to me, and I can <laughs> listen to it, and then you won't let me share it with anybody. Uh, and I've been dying to share this. So, can we get right to it? Can you absolutely tell me where this came from? When was it? Over the summer, you sent this to me. Yeah, you know, I. Uh... I had a little extra time on my hands this summer. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. You know, between the, the honeydew list and yeah. my new garden and the right. chickens. <laughs> right. You know, my yeah. touring schedule kind of halted for a while. Yeah. But um, I just, for me, over the last year, even before the pandemic, I thought to myself, I said, you know what? It's important that I start making more music with meaning. Hmm. And I actually started this album before all of this Nonsense. You know, but this uh, but everything it's been, that, been building. It's been this. building. Yeah. It's we've talked about it a couple of years ago, and 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 really, so much of the advice you've given me with your independent status mm-hmm. and the way you think really inspired me to to make music for my fans, make music for this country, music that makes the world a better place, even if it's only in my little corner. Just to, even if I'm only having a positive influence on my neighborhood or my community to do something that makes the world a better place. And I wanted to write a song where it's like, Hey, you know what? This country has been through hard times before this country has had its ups and downs and we need to stay positive. We need to love each other. We, you know, I always tell people they're like, you know, when they're talking about what's going on in Washington, DC, I was like, you know what? I'm trying to focus on what's going on in Taylor County right now. Mm. You know, it's like I, I want right. to make sure that I'm taking care of the people in my community. And I think this song, American Soul, I, I want it to be a song that I'm not trying to change the, the world. I just want to make music that 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 puts a smile on the faces of my fans, but also gets them when we're so surrounded with bad news all the time, kind of takes them back to yeah what matters what and matters what, and what you felt i listened to this over the summer over and over again and i just loved it and have waited for the day yes the, today's the uh, day today's the day that you can <laughs> uh you can hear it it's called american soul by aaron watson listen All the old men at the diner Telling tales too tall to tell They're all bragging about the good old days And how this country has gone to hell But 
But as for me, I believe we got a heartland full of hope. We're coming back around, cause you can't hold down the American soul. It's the joy of grandma laughing at grandpa's funny jokes. It's the rumble of those old baseball cards flapping between the spokes. It's a Fourth of July picnic. It's farm made and rock and roll. From town to town, you can hear the sound of the American soul. Oh, say, can you see? a little rust Take time to shine that penny So we can read in God we trust Aaron Watson, American Soul um, When I heard that I heard something that I've really only heard Donald Trump try to relate to and he did mm-hmm. which is the guy that nobody's listening to, the mm-hmm. guy that nobody's noticing, mm-hmm. you know, absolutely the little guy. It's the American people. I mean, that's that's what makes the soul, the soul of this country. It's it's like they, they talk about it, it. The church. It's not the building that makes the church. It's the people within the church that make the church. And that's what makes America, America. It's not this select elected a few elected few people mm-hmm. that, that that that's not America. That's part of our government, but this country was built on on the American people. And I, I tell people, I was like, I, I don't care if Mickey Mouse is elected president or Donald Duck. I care about my country. But regardless of who gets elected, I'm going to wake up every morning 
I'm going to work hard. I'm going to pay my taxes. I'm going to be the best dad that I can be. And I'm going to focus on the things that I can control. And I mean, mm-hmm. I, I care about the future of this country. Yeah, I know you do. And, and that's why I thought to myself, you know what? What can I do to make an impact? And I was like, I have my music. The American people have, um, they're tired. They're tired and tired. they're beaten down. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, I listen to, are you familiar with the uh, uh, group AJR? I've heard of them. Okay. I think they're really good. My son turned me on to them mm-hmm. and I think they're really good. They're, I listen to them like I listened to them on the way in today because their lyrics are positive. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They're, they're, they're just, you, you don't give up, you know, don't yeah. listen to what other people say. Just do it, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and everybody has their own gift. And instead of doing what everybody else is doing or you're doing what your gift is yeah. and adding to the puzzle piece. And yeah, exactly. Can I can I ask you, um, because I know this, I, I used to be a music programmer um, yeah. for radio uh, for a long time. And um, I know how the music industry works. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I know how freaked out. I remember, you remember, Stu, were you with me when somebody in Nashville called me into their office and, uh, and I just started The Blaze and they said, do you have any advice for us? Because it was the, the record industry was falling apart, yeah. falling apart. And they didn't, ha- they didn't have any idea what to do. And I remember walking out of the office thinking, boy, they just don't get it. Mm-hmm. Um, you're the only and uh, I, I, the first, and I believe the only artist to chart at number one as an independent with yeah. almost no stations mm-hmm. playing you, Yep, which is incredibly unheard of yeah uh and very hard to do your last five albums have all charted top five even though now corporate radio refuses to play you because of the the pushback from the record labels because they don't want other artists to do what you've done because then they're out of business yeah i'm definitely my business model is a threat to the the mainstream uh, major label way of doing things because if all of a sudden you have all these independent artists out there yeah. not needing major record labels to have radio success then it it puts them all out of a job so it's it's the politics but for me it became it becomes very personal because music is the family business hmm. so when i have program directors at stations that have been playing me telling me i'm getting calls from New York telling me I cannot play you anymore. It becomes personal. Mm-hmm. And for me, it's more, it's not like, I'm not bitter. I'm so blessed. I mean, just like you said, I mean, th- the reason why we charted an album number one on country billboard is because God's blessed me with the best fans in the world. I mean, it, what you've done for me with the Vaquero record, the red bandana record. I mean, it's been amazing. Your fans and my music they go, go hand, hand in, in hand. hand. Yeah, they do. It's been amazing. I mean, before all this shutdown, you know, after every show, I'm hanging out at the merch booth. I, you know, you buy a ticket. I always tell people, you bought a ticket, the hugs are free, you know, <laughs> after shows. So many of your people coming and supporting me. But it's one of those things where it, it, I, t- I've, I finally have taken it very personal. There's been so many. We've done things. We have. There's only been three songs in 60 years on 
top 40 radio that have charted top 10 by an independent artist. And I think, well, uh, Out of Style was the only one to do it in the last 20-something years. And and then we had a couple of top 40s, but we started, we just, we got ousted. We got booted. And you know what? I thought to myself, I don't have to put up with this. I'm going to fight for my business. It's um, it's remarkable to me how we're fighting for our voice to be mm-hmm. heard and we're independent and everyone who's not independent is suddenly coming to us going, how do we do this? Yeah. How do we do this? How can we do this quickly? How can we do this? Um, because they're snuffing out voices. Mm-hmm. People don't realize that the voice of the independent artist mm-hmm. is also gone. It's, it's just gone. It is absolutely gone. And that's where I thought to myself. So it's, you know, I, I know... I know from a business standpoint that since I'm the custodian and the CEO at my label that I need to be talking about everyone going and buying the new album American Soul or downloading it or streaming it and it's out there now but I put this album out last Friday and then I went back in the studio two days later and I recorded another record which you would never do if you were on a label never never, never. but I'm I'm hungry and I'm 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 fired up and I'm excited about the music and I'm excited about being that voice for for not just independent artists everywhere but the small businessman I mean you don't have to I mean I'm not going to go down without a fight and 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 rather than throw punches with my fists we're going to do it melodically speaking (laughs) and it's fun and I have something to say are you back on the road again um no we we had a little we, we, we took the, the, the little four-month um, involuntary vacation, mm-hmm. had the time of my life. Yeah, we did too. You know, we talked, you and I talked on the phone yeah. about it, and I've told people, I'm like, listen, shows were canceled, a lot of money was lost, and I made priceless memories with my family. Likewise. Likewise. And, and that's all you can do is look at it like that. Um, I found ways, that it, more than anything, it showed me that there is, you can find a way to get it done.